Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 581, recorded live on Saturday, January 12th, 2019. And here are your hosts, the man who's going to be Pokemon going after this, Dave Play. Hey. And the man who's not sure if that's the correct verbiage or not, Andy Lowe. Hi. Is it Pokemon going or Pokemoning go? Pokemon, I feel like Pokemon going. I think no? so. Like I think the, the it, go I is think, the, yeah. You don't say I go Pokemon Go. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I guess you could say I Pokemon Go. Hmm. I play Pokemon Go. I do not Pokemon Go. I play Pokemon Go. So you're going to play Pokemon Go? After I this. will be playing Pokemon Go. Okay. I still like though that, that I. Oh, I'm, I'm going to be Pokemon Going. You, okay, but you won't be. No, no, I won't be, but I feel like that, does that sound like a correct verbiage or no? Pokemon going? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, I guess it could. Like, there's nothing stopping you from saying it. The purpose of language is to convey meaning, and I think people will understand what you mean. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm staring at something right next to me. Okay, is this something a small child? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm staring at this thing. It's looking right at me, from. Ray. Ray, it's staring at me. Great, I'll be right there. Ray, it can hear you. <coughs> <laughs> oh, Ghostbusters. Is, is that how it feels sometimes, Andy? Uh-huh. You're like, oh God, what have I done? See, this isn't like when Andy used to get lost in Wikipedia. I can't just say, like, Andy, stop. <laughs> what I need to do is, like, just start recording down the, the time codes for whenever we get distracted by Isaac. Well, now he's doing laps in our house uh, with a wagon. Yeah. Do you, do you need to go spend some time with your son, Andy? No. Like, we can record tomorrow. No, we're okay. Are, are you sure? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so what are you doing this afternoon? Um, actually, I'm, I'm Pokemon going. Yes. Uh, Beth and Pry are going to be here. Oh, cool. Very so, cool. When do they get there? Uh, at some point. Okay. You guys are just doing a late celebration of... The New Year's? Uh, Christmas stuff there, so. Okay. Very neat. So. Yeah, I'll just hang out with them. Probably do her bellies, I'm guessing. <laughs> oh, her bellies. That's not fair. Mm. I would like her bellies. If well, I leave now, <laughs> I can get there by dinner. How far is the drive? It's like a four-hour drive. And then you would turn around and... Go home. <laughs> Would also completely miss Pokemon Go Community Day, which I made, like, community lead on. Oh. Did you get nominated for that, or...? No, I just kind of fell into the position. I'm an admin on our server, so... It's actually really funny. Like, I'm fairly well-known within the Madison-area Pokemon Go community. In part because I'm an admin on the server, and my, um, my avatar is a picture of me. Oh. So, like, when people see me, they they recognize me from the Discord server. Nice. And they're like, hey, Dave, how's it going? I'm like, hey, you. 
things are going good. Thanks for asking. They're like, yeah, this is a great movie. Like, okay, I have no idea who you are. It's like me at PAX. People are, because, you know, I posted on the PAX forums that I was dressing up as Waldo. And so people were like, oh, it's QS23. And I'd be like, hey, you. You person. How's it going? They're like, good. <laughs> you, old, you old so-and-so. Yeah. Oh, do you want to talk about weird nominating things? This is not one of our topics. Sure. But, um, so <coughs> there is a, basically a engineer of the year award given out every year at MAB for both a radio engineer and a TV engineer. Okay. So I got the email last night saying, yeah. Hey, nominations are in for the award. Feel free to vote for, you know, your, your engineer of the year. Okay. So let me just, let me just state what the, um, what the website says, right? Candidates for the Carl E. Lee Broadcast and Engineering Excellence Award must have been an employee, officer, or owner of any company, subsidiary, or division whose primary business is broadcasting. Okay, makes sense, right? Yeah. The size of the organization which these candidates affiliated is not a determining factor. The merits of the contributions to broadcast engineering are the sole factors to be taken into account. Candidates for the okay. awards shall have made contributions in one of the more following categories. Development of new technologies, dissemination of technical knowledge and literature, leadership in broadcast engineering affairs, mentoring or coaching in the engineering field outside of the workplace, inventions, or any outstanding contribution which warrants consideration. Right? Okay. Now, Sounds I, like pretty like intense. Yes. You know, and I'm looking at the list here at, of previous winners, and you know, these yeah. are people that I have worked, f- I, you know, I have... Um, Done you know, stuff with. Yes. And, you know, who have been in the industry for decades, who, you know, yeah. work for, you know, were the head people in the MAB. I open up the list. Whose name is the first name nominated on the list? Anthony Lowe? Yes. Congratulations, sir. <laughs> Somebody I work with, and I'm not sure who. <laughs> You're like, I will find them. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting there going, wait, but. I j- yeah. Did you vote for yourself? I haven't voted yet because I'm sitting there going, what the frack? Who the hell nominated me for this? Are you going to vote for yourself? I don't, is, I don't know because I don't feel like, you know, I, I feel like a, like a, like a, among, you know, like. T- Someone thinks you're contributing. I know, which is, you know, surprising. <laughs> <clears throat> well, that's pretty cool. I know. That's just crazy. It's like, oh. Other fun fact, Carl E. Lee used to own WKZO. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's weird when a station's been around since the 1930s. How many people, you know, worked for it? Yep. Well, I mean, it's almost a uh, hundred years. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no, yeah. Somebody nominated me to be <clears throat> broadcast engineer of the year, basically. For Congratulations. Radio. I, I honestly, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> that's that's a resume patter. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I do try and do as much met- mentoring and coaching in the field outside of the workplace. You know, I, I go to many of the job fairs. You know, I, there's, mm-hmm. you know, I always make sure that when people email me with questions, you know, I answer them. I try and help out on the, the Facebook groups and the uh, the Reddit forums and that sort of stuff. Oh, I'm back on Reddit now. Yay! Congratulations. Yes, for those who don't know, I was somehow banned from Reddit, which I found out because of um, there was a massive security breach again. And so Reddit preemptively, basically, um, if your um, email and password 
were on the big list from this is way back when um then they just banned you and said all right you need to you know need to contact us and then we'll unban you but you need to change your password and all this stuff there but yeah no because i used an old password for reddit since you know i've been on reddit for a long time a long time it was a really old password and i've never changed it even though i've changed you know all my other passwords yeah so reddit you know is like oh no you're gonna be banned they didn't tell me why yeah i'm back on reddit again so yeah, but now I've joined the cast of having an alt on Reddit it's because yeah. Reddit wouldn't let me do anything. Get on and yeah, I had to get on and go. What happened? Yeah, is it, is, is it is it like the same thing with a one added to the end of it? Uh, no, it is new QS twenty three. Oh, new QS twenty three. Yes. Okay. Did you also know that Reddit's got two factor authentication? Yes. Somewhere along the way, I learned that. So I don't I got, think I use it. I've got that installed now. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> just a little. Little extra security. Mm-hmm. Oh, I also um, last week did a another presentation of my "What Happens When You Surf the Internet" presentation that I did. Mm-hmm. I cut down on the number of slides. Only thirty-two slides, right? Still took me an hour to get through it. Wow! And I look at the slides, and I'm like, you know, when I practice this, you know, I can normally get through it pretty quickly. But when I actually present it, for some some odd reason, it just I don't know what happens. It's a little longer. Yeah. You slow down. I mean, it, practicing in a mirror versus being in front of a group of people, you slow down in front of a group of people. You have questions. You uh, come up with new ways of saying things, and so it takes a little longer to do it. Mm-hmm. That's all. Right. Cool. So enough about well, me. <laughs> congratulations. Like, that's really cool. Yeah. Is it sad that I hope that I I know one of the other guys who's nominated and I probably vote yeah. for him. I mean, so vote for him. Yeah, maybe he votes for you. Maybe. I don't, you know. don't know. I'm still gonna on Monday go send out an email to all the managers going. All right, who was the wise guy who did this? And they'll be like, all of us, because <laughs> we appreciate you. I know. I just don't have... don't don't send out the email. Just accept it gracefully, Andy. All right, I will. Don't send out the email. But go vote for yourself. What if I send out an email, you know, to the group going, I'm not sure who nominated, but I thank you for the nomination. That would be better. Okay. All right, I'll do that. That's a much better email of like, hey, I I saw this this weekend. Thank you guys very much. In my head when I first saw it, I was kind of like the same (laughs) line when, you know, when Obama got the Nobel Peace Prize. I'm sitting there going, okay, all right. <sighs> okay. Awesome so, games done quick is going on right now. Yes, my assistant is watching it on his second monitor. Yeah. <laughs> Last night was the Final Fantasy Nine any percent playthrough. How long did it take him to still do any percentage but still beat the game? Well, the uh, the slot was for nine hours and twenty nine minutes. Oh Jesus! <clears throat> it was the longest. Um, single block of a game's done quick so far. They started it at 11 o'clock last night, and they finished at 8.30 this morning. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so not only is it, like... I mean, it's really hard to do a speedrun of that game, but, like, they had to do the speedrun overnight. So... Was it just one guy, or was it... It was three people, I think, that they, they swapped around at the various discs. Okay, good. Because... Like, nine hours is an endurance run. Yeah, no. You know, people, I would say I could com- compare it to a marathon. Yeah. But 
I've run a marathon in shorter time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so like that's yeah. Uh, last night. Well, so that was last night. The night before that was Zelda Wind Waker 100% speed run, which was six hours. Jesus. Oof. Collect everything in the game. Man, I can't, I can't even imagine literally the months of prep work done for this. For the, the whole conference? Well, f- just, f- just for doing a speed run of collecting 100% of everything or just doing, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, getting to the point where you can do that takes a long time yeah <clears throat> like i remember watching the speed run of uh katamari damashi mm-hmm. and just you know listening to the guy talk about it, it's like oh yeah i know on the forums we always talk about this problem here and oh you know there's always this problem here and sometimes <laughs> when i run it this happens but thank god that didn't happen and you know yep it's just listening to him you know literally take the game apart piece by piece Going on this level, you know, there's a bear that runs around getting chased by a man with like a frying pan. And, you know, he knows the level well enough that he knows, okay, if I just saw the bear go here means I can go this way and I'll beat him. But, you know, if I get to this point and the bear's not here, I have to do this other thing because the by the time I get around, the bear is going to be, you know, blocking my path. And it's just like, oh, my God. Yep. Yep. Oh, the, the, just the analysis that runs into this is yeah. just crazy. Oh my goodness. They are currently sitting at 1.34 million. Very nice. Very nice. Oh, um, in case you're wondering, uh, Gamers for Giving, the tickets will be available for purchase on Wednesday. Oh, cool. For 2019. Yep. Speaking of taking months to plan, I'm on some of the, the mailing lists for that because I did the volunteering for it once a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And, like, they've been prepping for that for a long time. Well, I don't doubt it. I've, you know, I'm friends with Zach, so it's interesting to see, you know, all the stuff that he posts. and just like, oh, my goodness. <clears throat> yep. The uh, the artwork this year looks a lot better. Yeah. Like, all the promotional stuff looks looks legit. Um, Topics? Sure. We can we can we can kind of dovetail because we're talking about games. We're talking about awesome games done quick. We're talking about gaming. We're talking about gamers forgiving. Let's talk about Eve Online. All right. Who? Um, no scam. No scam this time. Wow. Well, no no direct financial. This. Let me put it this way. This isn't news that you would confuse with like some investment scheme. Okay. So this is news about a clandestine operation this is more like out of the the history books and spy classes than out of like an econ course in eve let's i'm gonna try and do this without referencing the article directly okay in eve there are these mega structures like they are huge huge space stations that are player owned and player controlled and they are like really, really hard to destroy. In fact, it was thought for a long time that they would be impossible to destroy. About a year and a half ago, a group of of players actually did destroy one. And it takes, like, a long time. It's not like, all right, let's log in and let's destroy it tonight. It is a multi-day process to destroy one of these. So one of the the structures, one of these, these stations, was located in an area that was thought to make it even more invulnerable because to get to this area, it was basically inside a wormhole. <laughs> okay. And wormholes have this really interesting property in EVE Online 
which is that they're unstable. Oh, so. And so when you fly into them, there's a chance for it to close behind you. And the more mass that flies into it, the higher the chance of closing. And when it closes, it reopens somewhere else. Oh, jeez. And you don't know where. So you can't move a fleet through the wormhole. No. Because as soon as you try, it closes, and then you have one part of your fleet here and one part of your fleet there, and you can't get your... So, like, the fleet required to take out this massive structure, it was thought that you could never move one into the area. Well, that's not entirely true. Did somebody move it in one piece at a time? You can't move it into that area quickly. You can move it into that area very slowly by sending in one ship, waiting for the hole to close, finding where the hole opened, send in a ship, wait for the hole to close, find it where it opens. And when I say send in one ship, they actually sent in, like, freighters that were packed with other ships. So, like, the ships in Dune, which are just giant ships to carry other ships... <laughs> and so over the course of a year, this group of people built an armada inside the wormhole. So they and did so they did salami slicing. I I have never heard of that. Oh. But I'll go for it. Hold on. There's a Wikipedia page for that. For salami slicing? Yes. <clears throat> Many small actions performed by clandestine means that has accumulated that'd be difficult. Yep. Sure. My obscure knowledge works again. Yes. Hey, almost like you should be given an award for, uh... <laughs> Shh. Shh. Don't make me turn this podcast around. <laughs> Too late. So they, they built up this armada, and eventually they made a call that said, all right, we're doing something. And they didn't say what the something was. They just said, we're doing something. Everyone in the Alliance go to these coordinates. Everyone get into these ships, and we're going to fly you somewhere. And so they, they got all the ships there, and then they got all the pilots there. And then they started equipping everyone and getting everyone ready. And here's the thing. Because we'll, we'll call, like, the, the side one was the group that was already in there and has this, this massive structure... All of the sudden, the wormhole mechanics were working against them. Because they couldn't get any defenders into there. They couldn't bring in defenders because anytime they'd try, the wormhole would close. And it got even worse because the group that was invading would intentionally throw massive ships that were just like giant hunks of metal. They didn't have weapons, they didn't have armor, they just had mass through the wormholes that would open just so that they could close them so that the the defending group before they could even get to the the wormhole they had to find where they were opening and get people to those and then as soon as they got to those they'd go and close it and so they'd have to go and find another one and so they just started like slowly starving out this space station and then they destroyed it which kind of sucks for, for the group that built it, because that's a huge investment of, of resources. I think the value of the whole thing uh, was like $80,000. Oh, jeez. see, where's ISK? $600 billion ISK. Oh, $8,000. That, no, okay. That was the cost of seeding the ships. Oh, jeez was 600 billion isk which was $8,000. So could you imagine spending $8,000 on a game 
just to destroy something that another player owns. That's just nuts. I love reporting about Eve. Like, I love talking about this game. In the aftermath of the battle, other wormhole-based groups have begun to question the wisdom of holding all their assets inside their home holes. (laughs) Yep. They're like, this might not be a good idea anymore. Eve is just such a, like, crazy, crazy world. I did find a guide. So, like, Eve is crazy, and people have been playing it for a long time, and you're looking at, like, this ship costs 20,000 US dollars, which is insane. Mm-hmm. But the um, there there are a couple guides for, like, getting started, and evidently there's, there's some cool things you can do right away without having these gigantic ships or fleets or armadas. And so it's, it's a game, like, if you're interested in doing it, you can do it. And it is free to play now, isn't it? I think they made it free to play. I don't I don't know. Play the free space sandbox MMO game Eve Online. Sounds like it's free to me. There is a premium mode. <laughs> hmm. What do I get when I play it for free? Andy? Yeah. Pick a topic cuz I'm going <laughs> to like Um so D- Disney bought Fox, right? Well the They bought part of Fox. Yes. Like they bought some of Fox's stuff. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, some of that stuff included Fox's regional sports network. So Fox Sports Detroit, Fox Sports South, all those regional sports networks, right? Yes, and the court said, no, you can't do all of that. Yes, because right? Disney already owns ESPN. Right. So you, they said it, it's an antitrust thing where you can't own ESPN and Fox Sports in the same market. And of right. course, <clears throat> Disney's going to keep ESPN. That's just so. Okay. You have They're selling off Fox Sports. Yes, they they have to sell off the Fox regional sports networks. The problem is um, Fox doesn't want to buy them back. <laughs> like no, Fox says they are not going to bid on any Ouch. of the regional sports networks. So much for being part of the Fox family. Ain't that a kick in the head? So now people are like, well, wait a second. You have all these Fox regional sports networks. Who's gonna Who's gonna buy them? <laughs> because you know there there are there are deals already. You know with most of the major sports teams, you know with these Fox Sports networks. So there there's money involved in this. Disney wants to sell them, but they have no idea who wants to buy them. the The sad part is um, most of the news organizations who are talking about this mm-hmm. say that Sinclair Broadcasting is looking at buying most of them. Oh no! Yeah. Do not want. Do not want. Mm-hmm. That is not unexpected. What about Comcast? Could Comcast buy that? No, because Comcast has their own regional sports networks. If I remember correctly, yeah, the Comcast, RSNs. Yeah, the NBC Sports regional networks are considered uh, the regional sports stuff. What about Time Warner? <laughs> um, well... <laughs> Uh, Amazon, Sinclair, and numerous others are reportedly sniffing around at potentially buying some or all of the networks. But you know... Amazon, I could see, do it. Yeah. You know who's the dark horse in this? Who? Ice Cube. The rapper? Yeah. Why? (laughs) Uh, I guess he owns a basketball league called the Big Three. Okay. A three-on-three basketball league, which is currently being broadcast on the Fox Sports regional networks. (laughs) So, um... 
you know, his name has been thrown around a bit too for also trying to buy some of these regional sports networks. I don't know if he's got the billions of dollars required to buy some of these. I'm kind of like sad if he does. But yeah, like that's a little annoying. So um, the sale of these things <clears throat> must be completed within 90 days of the close of the Disney Fox deal. So whenever that deal is officially cemented, Mm-hmm. you have three months basically to try and sell off all these regional sports networks. So somebody's going to buy they them. Can't. They have to divest them. <laughs> it's part of the U S justice department rules. Saying but like, that, what if they can't, what if they try and no one wants it? Then they must be shut down. They just close. Mm-hmm. But somebody's going to try Somebody's got to try and buy them. Well, one would hope, mm-hmm. but like, what if just, just saying, what if putting that out there? Oh, hi, Isaac. Wow. The, uh, just so in case you're wondering, um, because, you know, Fox is trying to see buyers for this. They're kind of showing everybody the books, including the teams that negotiate the rights, deals, and distributions. So uh, in case you're wondering, the Fox Sports Detroit contract for the Tigers is $50 million annually. So Fox Sports Detroit pays the Tigers $50 million annually to broadcast the Tigers games. 25 million each year for the Red Wings and Pistons games. That is a lot of money. Mm-hmm. That's an incredible amount of money. Mm-hmm. That's gonna suck if, uh, well, oh, 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 wait a minute. Hang on, hang on. So, Disney buys Fox. Mm-hmm. Disney gets Fox Sports Network. Mm-hmm. Justice Department says no, you can't have both, you can't have them in the same regions. Why does Disney try to sell it? Like, I guess they try to sell it because they'd like the money. Mm-hmm. But what what is the consequence if they don't sell it? The cable channels go off the air. And these are only in regions where there is already coverage. Yes. Right? Yes. So if the alternative sports network goes off the air, how is that bad for Disney? Well, they're out... How many millions of dollars Are by they? not by not finding a buyer for the because the the buy the the price that they're paying Fox for yeah. their stuff will include yeah. Fox Sports says sports yeah has all these sports stations but but let's let's take it as they were willing to pay for that much even without the sports stuff so think of it like the sports stuff was a freebie it was just thrown in there that's not how the world works but okay. Okay, like it, it, they they got it because they wanted this other stuff. They didn't care about the sports stuff. They already have their own sports stuff. They knew they weren't going to get the sports stuff. So the price that they paid was actually for just all the other properties, and the sports was just included. Okay, I know it's not the case, but just run with it. All right. Isn't this just shutting down their competition? I feel like it's actually creating more because how? Um. So <clears throat> the Yankees in New York, wanted, you know, some crazy amount of money for the broadcasters to carry the Yankees, right? As we said, Detroit, Fox Sports Detroit was paying the Tigers $50 to carry the games. The Yankees are like, well, if you want to carry our games, I think it was some ridiculous, like $150 or $200 because it's the New York audience, right? Yeah. And nobody bit. So the Yankees turned around and created, yes, 
remember if that's the acronym correct. The Yankee Entertainment System? Yes. They created <clears throat> their own cable channel, the Yankee, you know, network. Okay. Which then, no surprise, 21st Century Fox bought an 80% controlling share of. <laughs> so it was making enough money that somebody's like, well, wait a second, we're going to buy a share of this thing. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I I don't see, other than the lost revenue, other than the, like, we purchased this thing and no one wanted it and now we have to destroy it. And even if they destroy it, like, it, they, they have to sell off all the equipment or re, re, like, appropriate the equipment and send it to other studios. So it's not a complete loss. Uh, a lot of that stuff would be, you, you already have redundancy built into a broadcasting network of this caliber. <laughs> right. So you're not going to need a tertiary and shoot. What's, what's okay. Quaternary. Quaternary. Thank you. I was like, yeah. most of the time I don't even go. I don't, yeah. I had after three is kind of like, really guys, what is this NASA? <laughs> well, so I, I, I still see it as they're like, if they sell this to someone else, they are maintaining competition, which is which is why they have to sell it, right? That's what the Justice Department is saying. You can't own both. There has to be some form of competition. Mm-hmm. But if they fail to sell it, then they've removed competition. They've removed the current competition. What I'm saying is there, someone see a need, fill a need. Yeah, that's fair. So If you build it, they will come. Well, I guess if you destroy it, they will come. Okay, okay, I'm with you on it. You know, live sports uh, It kind of sucks for Disney. Why? They're getting all the rest of 21st Century Foxes. What did they pay? Some crazy billions? Yeah, they're getting a lot out of that. Have you listened, Andy, to Baby Shark? Do-do-do-do-do-do. Baby Shark. Do-do-do-do-do-do. Baby Shark. Do-do-do-do-do-do. Sorry, everyone. Uh, have you listened to the... Oh, God, what it... Who, who was it? Um... Uh, it was, it was, it was, um, Sophie Turner, James Corden, and Josh Groban. Yes. Yes, I have. Doing Baby Shark. Which my question on that one amazing. was, amazing. um, what happened to Grandpa Shark? He or only did Grandpa part Shark. of the, he only did part of the song. He just did the first thing. Well, g- but come on. It was freaking amazing. Yes. James Corden, Josh Groban, and Sophie Turner. Yes. Like, it was, it was fantastic. Uh, why is Baby Shark on my list of topics, Andy? Because it is, no joke, a Billboard Top 40 song. According to Billboard, it has been streamed online 20.8 million times in the past week alone. <clears throat> So it's so popular, it's on Billboard's top 40. So if Casey Kasem was was still doing America's Countdown, he would have had to play Baby Baby Shark. Shark. That's amazing. You know what else is amazing? What? This video. Baby Shark Christmas Lights, nice. Go watch it. I'll watch it. Just the first little bit, go watch it. Yep, yeah, it's the Jaws start. Oh God, I'm having a seizure. (laughs) just because your lights can flash at how many times a second yeah there we go that's you see everybody's doing the light shows now because it's so easy to program a raspberry pi or something else to do all the light stuff there yep well especially with it being so big yeah it's oh my oh i just can't i have to stop because the, the oh seizure all right
<clears throat> if I ever did this, I would do a nice, some like slow fades or stuff. None of this super fast. Ah. God, how many times have people done? Yeah. First response, they're poor neighbors. <laughs> uh, usually with, with something like that, you work with your neighbors and be like, look, we're going to do this. We'll do it during these times. Yeah. Chromecast audio. Yep. It's going away. Uh, it's It's gone. <laughs> I'm I'm on the page right now because I saw this. I'm like, oh, I might want to pick up one or two of those out of stock. Okay, no more. Never coming back. Yep. Now it does exist in some retailers. So yes. like Best Buy might have some Staples, Target. Let's check Target. But since you know Chromecast can connect to Bluetooth speakers now, kind of makes this um. Well, but that requires you to have Bluetooth speakers. Yes, this just required required a speaker. Yeah. It required a, a like three and a half millimeter audio jack, and that was it. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't look like Target has any in stock online. Yeah, it's gone. First launch back in 2015, dead by 2019. Well, I mean, this is Google. Yeah. So that's actually a really long lifespan. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's let's be honest. Oh dear. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Google, any news on Hangouts? Uh, nothing new recently. It's like the worst maintained Google product ever. Yep. But so helpful. So here's the thing with Hangouts. Like, it's it, it had such potential, and I, I love using it. And But, like, they haven't maintained it. They haven't committed anything to it. It's been janky. Like, I'll send Laura a message now and... There are times where, like, it doesn't show up for half an hour. Yeah, no. Uh, when Kate and I, uh, when we pick up Isaac from daycare, uh, we normally send a picture um, to the other person saying, hey, we've got the kid, you know. Okay. And we do that through Hangouts. And there have been some times where <clears throat> the pictures just don't send. Yep. And it's like, well, wait a second. You know, I'm sitting here at work going like, I haven't received a message for it. Do I need to, because I have to pick up the kid by six. It's like, do I need to drop whatever I'm doing right now and rush over there to grab him? Luckily, there are, you know, cameras so we can watch the kids. So I'll just log on and look at the cameras and go, okay, he's not in any of the rooms. He must have been picked up by now. But it's, yeah, no, Hangouts has been getting janky recently and it's getting kind of annoying. So... Let's see if there's any new news on that. Nope, nothing since December. So, oh well. Yeah, like, I I don't know. I'm so committed to it, right? It's so embedded in, in my communication methods. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what other people are using. Like, I know, the, I know one thing that almost everyone else is using, and I hate it. They're all using Facebook Messenger. Oh, God, no. And, like, but how do... What do I do? Do I do I abandon Hangouts because everyone I know is abandoning Hangouts? Do I keep using it? The support is just not there anymore. I know, and it's all. Oh. Hangouts isn't there. Google Voice is like garbage. Hey, Google Voice still has its good. It, it, it's a lot worse than it used to be, especially now that we actually can't pick our own numbers. Yeah. Oh, jeez. So. The sentence that I just said started out with, hey, Google. Yeah. My cell phone just had its Google thing turn on. (laughs) Because you said, hey, Google voice. Yeah. How do I turn that off? 
why do I still have Google Plus as set to be something that can notify me? <laughs> That's not a thing anymore. No. Search Google Plus. What? No. Plus.google.com is still actually like active. I thought they were shutting down. I don't know. <clears throat> Hey, uh, do you want a topic that's not on our list, but it seems kind of neat? Always. All right. Um, at CES, um, a company has figured out a way to use basically uh, a transformer, an electrical transformer, not, you know, Autobots transformer. Yeah. To uh, keep drones in the air indefinitely. What? They can charge the drones mid-flight because they have just a giant magnetic wire in a big circle, like a transformer, and then they have another smaller wire around the drone no yeah no they're, they're stealing power from the it's a it's a literally a transformer from from the electrical grid no no they're they, stealing power from the electrical grid well yes through their charger <clears throat> yes it's a ground-based power station with a frame of wires positioned in a circular shape when turned on it creates an electromagnetic field and then the drone. Oh, but but they're only using their own, right? They're yes. not talking about like, okay, when you said using a transformer, I'm picturing them flying over to a power station and just like no, no, that's, hanging out next they, to one of the transformers. Well, <laughs> yes, the, 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 they've built their own transformer. Okay, that's different. That's, that's very different than like... Oh, yeah, I just, like, fly over to this nearby power station and sit next to the transformer and steal power. No, I'm just, that's what they've built. I'm telling you this is what they've designed. It's <laughs> it's an induction transformer, you know. it's. I'm really curious to see what their math is behind this, how much power are they dumping into this thing in order yep. to get the drone to do it. But, yeah, eight, supposedly eight minutes of charge time translates into 30 minutes of flight. Neat. So this thing can literally keep a drone in the air indefinitely. Indefinitely. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So I'll put that. I'll put that on the t- list of topics because that just seems that just seems neat. You know, the same the same stuff that charges your electric toothbrush can keep a drone I mean, the in the air. Same stuff that's been wireless power transmission for a hundred years. Yep. Yeah. When was the transformer originally created? Well, Tesla was doing wireless power experiments when he was doing experiments. That was, what, the 1880s? Uh, No, not Tesla, the company. Since the invention of the first constant potential transformer in 1885. Oh, look at that. (laughs) Chalk up another one for useless knowledge. Who guessed the 1880s? How crazy is that? Okay, um, some unfortunate news. Let's right. go this direction. Okay. SpaceX. Uh-oh, something blow up? Uh, no, they didn't, because well, they, they, the, they had the launch, what, yesterday? Their launches didn't blow up. The company's doing some crazy shit. They're, they're going to try and be a leaner con- uh, company. They're laying off 10% of its staff. Oh, damn. So that sucks. What, 600, 800 people somewhere around that range? Yeah. I mean, they hired a lot of people, right? Like they, they, we, we looked at their job site a couple yes. weeks ago. Yes. Together. Yes. Just as, as fun. And like, oh shit, that was not cool. <clears throat> like, that's not good. That is, that is less than good, sir. Well, their Falcon 9s seem to be running fine. What, it's been 40 now missions since the last incident? 
That's pretty impressive. I think they've but, had I think they've had what two two total failures of rockets in their entire time total of total failures for for their commercial launches. I think they've had what two yes. two mishaps, I think. Something like that. And you know, now it's just like, oh yeah, no. We launched another satellite. Yeah, we recovered the first stage again. They're still working on the fairings now. There's uh Mr. Stevens is getting close. Dude, do you know about that? Did did I just say random words to I, you? Yeah. I didn't I didn't catch. So, the fairing is the nose cone, right? Yeah. Those nose cones basically cost <clears throat> $6 million to make. That's a lot. Yeah, so Elon is like, "Well, let's try catching it." So, they bought a big boat. Oh, right, the boat with the big net. Mr. Stevens. Yeah. Yes. Were they able to catch it? They haven't caught one yet. They're still running tests on it too, so they've almost caught one, you know, via I know they test. got within like 50 feet. Yeah. But that's that's not 50 feet is not there. No. But I guess they've gotten into the point where they're close enough where they can actually pick it out of the water. And I think they're actually going to try and... Uh, if I remember correctly, there was a story recently where they were actually going to try and dry out some of the fairings that they've picked out of the ocean to reuse them. If I think... Yeah, they the nose cone tests have been close. Uh... Yeah, Falcon Ferrying halves missed the net, but touched down softly in the water. Mr. Stevens is picking them up because he's nearby. Yep. Plan is to dry them out and launch again. Nothing wrong with a little swim. Well, there's a salt water is highly corrosive to their um, pieces. Well, I mean, it is if it stays in the water for like an extended period of time. But, you know, yeah, if they're close enough, yeah, that they can... Um, <clears throat> They've been able to recover them, and you know, heck, that's that's cool. Literally, yep. that doesn't stop them from firing a ten percent of their company. Well, I have a feeling that you know a lot of the company has been you know in the development of this, and we're kind of now where I think they've got the development aspect of it down. So now it's just the support. Yep. So they're laying off like all the the engineers. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, we don't know. They haven't said. They've just said, "Yep, we're laying off about a tenth of our company." Mm-hmm. Um, we had CES this week. Mm-hmm. Stuff happened. Yep. Google built an entire building outside what? of the, yeah, they built an entire building out of cement outside the convention center, like an actual, just, they, just so that they could have it. Yes. For their Google stuff at CES. See if I can find an article about it. Yeah. Uh, Google built an entire theme park ride in the CES parking lot. Wow. And they're planning on just tearing it down after they're done. Yep, because when you've got the money, mm-hmm. there's, you know, there's the, the full range of expected stuff. Um, so, like, Qualcomm had new chips there. Intel had new chips there. Um, Ford was kind of, sort of there. Uh, talking with, with Qualcomm and looking at the... I love this, uh, this acronym. Ready? The C-V2X which is the cellular vehicle to everything. Okay. It's the tech that they're working on for, like, the car should be able to talk to the streetlights, should be able to talk to the crosswalks, should be able to talk to everything. Should be able to talk to, like, the pedestrians and, and the pedestrian phones. Oh, so the software should be able to know if there's somebody who's about to cross the street standing right. behind a car? Right. So it's the CV2X, cellular vehicle to everything. Hmm. Huh. 
Um, yeah, there was a turntable. There was like, there's just CES this year focused a lot more on practical devices than last couple of years. Last couple of years have been like, Hey, here's this really cool new technology that we're playing with and we're thinking about and we're looking at and, Oh, wouldn't this be so cool? And think about what you could do with this. And this year it's like, here's a bunch of shit for you to buy. Yeah. Daimler gave came out with their level two driver assistant Freightliner. Yep. So it's like, okay, come on, Tesla. <laughs> well, Tesla's is already level two, isn't it? Yeah, but you know, it's not actually really. isn't isn't Tesla's supposed to be level three? Level two is what my car is. Yeah, lane assist, adaptive cruise control, blind spot monitoring. Yep. Hey, you know what? If if other companies are looking at it now, I'm happy with that. Like that's good. Um. There was a burger. That oh, wasn't a burger. Sorry. I just noticed there was an article here that uh, Daimler's not working on platooning anymore of the um, semi-trucks. That was where they had them, like... In a big, you know, long line. Train. Yeah. Like, you made a train of semi-trucks that was automatically maintained by the semi-trucks. Mm-hmm. Oh, why not? While having trucks electronically linked to reduce drag made sense on paper and worked in the lab, in the real world, platooning never lived up to the efficiency hype. If the following oh. truck lost the link with the truck in front of it, it actually took more fuel to catch up to the leader truck. That's unfortunate. Oh, yeah. So Daimler announced the, the trucks and the vehicles will go in production in July and could potentially be on the road by the end of the year. Cool. So unless Tesla gets their stuff out by the end of the year, you know. So yeah, so they have um, the burger that wasn't a burger. The burger that wasn't a burger. It's it's a fake meat patty, but is supposed to taste like meat. I'm I'm skeptical, but I'd have to taste it for I myself. Mean, yep. If it works, that would be pretty cool. Like if it's if it's a real like you actually can't tell the difference, that would be better. Gesundheit. <coughs> Sorry. Uh what else we got? Uh Netflix is getting sued over Bandersnatch. Really? Mm-hmm. Why? Well, how? Because it's a choose-your-own-adventure style film. Yeah. So. Oh God! Don't tell me choose-your-own-adventure is trademarked. Yes. Oh no. Choose Co. LLC, the company known for publishing the Choose Your Own Adventure book series. Oh no. Oh, someone's getting fired at Netflix. Netflix tried to obtain a license for the trademark in the past, according to ChooseCo, but never reached a deal with the publisher. So, in its complaint, oh, well, ChooseCo... Okay, spe- so no one's getting fired, because no. they actually knew about it and tried it. Yes. ChooseCo specifically points to a scene in Bandersnatch where a character makes a reference to Choose Your Own Adventure book. So... Well, but a reference is... Yeah. ...legit. Like, I can refer to Star Wars. I can say the words... Uh, I really need to watch Black Mirror. I need, well, yeah, I need to watch Bandersnatch. Um, It depends, right? It depends if they, if they like legit used the term choose your own adventure in like advertising and, oh, this is like a choose your own adventure. Mm -hmm. Then they have a case. If it was just like someone was referring to the book in the, the show, that's not. That's not anything. They have no power there. It says that Netflix is causing confusion, tarnishing, de- uh, degenerating, and diluting the distinct quality of the Choose Your Own Adventure trademark. I do have to say, some of those Choose Your Own Adventure books, not good. There's one that we had that was like the mystery of the ninja. And the, the, 
or no, the secret of the ninja. And the secret of the ninja is the book sucks. That's the, that's the secret. <laughs> the secret of the ninja is the book sucks. Yeah. Thank you, Andy. Props to Kate on that one, actually. <clears throat> okay. So yeah, SpaceX happened. Not SpaceX. CES. CES. SpaceX is, is happening in the terms yes. of like they are firing a tenth of their staff. Um, What else? Uh, yeah. Bungie is leaving Activision. Really? And taking Destiny with it. Ooh, that's not good for Activision. Nope. How, like, Activision doesn't own Bungie, though, right? I think they're just, they published. Yeah, I think, uh, God, it's been eight years since they teamed up. Jeez. Well, it was right after Halo 3, right? Yeah. That'll be interesting, because a lot of what Destiny is and what Destiny 2 is came from Activision. Oof, this was, this is not... Not a good year for Activision. Oh, they're currently under investigation for fraud as well. Yeah. Great. If you want to see a really sad picture, go look at Activision Blizzard's five-year stock. It's a ATVI. Oh, that's just sad. Yep. Like, up, 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 crash. 79 down to 50? Yep. From the high? Yeah. Oh, sorry. The high was actually 84. And the low is, well, the current is 46. Yep. And that is in the last three months. Stock market, great in the long term. Uh, Short term. Shitty in the short term. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Activision has just been screwing up left and right. Mm Mm-hmm. But, I mean, legitimately everything is down. So, yeah, kind of crappy. Uh, what else? Anything else? Um, How are we doing on time? We should probably hit the randoms because we're already at 72 minutes. Okay. There is a new ransomware out there. It probably won't affect you because it's specifically targeting people who, like, capitulated to previous ransomware. Yes. But also have a lot of money. Yes. They're calling it big game hunting where TrickBot gets in. They, you know, if they get some money from it, then they'll, you know, kind of send this other one on there and it will just sit there. They've said for a year. Yeah. Which I I believe a couple of years ago on this show, we talked about that. Yeah. About how like a, a really successful ransomware would have to lay dormant for a long time so that it could make its way into the backups. <clears throat> so, yep. So it's out there, but. I don't got the money, so they're not going to come after me. Yep. Uh, Germany has declared dash buttons illegal. Oops. Yep. Why? Because the buttons have made it too easy to buy Amazon products. So it's illegal? I guess so. It's illegal to make it too easy. Dash buttons violate German law. Okay. Uh, The dash buttons do not give sufficient information about the product ordered or its price. Ah... Because the price could shift. Yes. The dash so buttons like violate law. Button. Yeah, the violate the laws in Germany that say shoppers should know what they are paying at the time of any transaction. Okay, that makes sense. I'm I'm okay with that. So, yeah, that makes sense then. If, if it's law saying that you must, you know, give a price at the time of purchase, that dash button does not give you anything. It's just a button. Okay. So, right. So uh, let's hit the randoms, unless there's anything else on this list. Random review, sir. All right. Uh, My review. I am reviewing Maze. Solve the world's most challenging puzzle book. M-A-Z-E? Yep, M-A-Z-E. Okay. Author is... Not corn. No. 
author is Christopher Manson. Uh, I didn't realize when I first uh, got this book that um, it was released originally back in 1985. And uh, that's the, the, that that's. I was going to say that's old, but then I'm like, shit. Yeah. So. <laughs> that don't Please don't let that be old. Well, it was 33 years ago. Yep. Yeah. So the book was originally put out in 1985. And the idea is that the book is a maze, right? So if you go to the first okay. page, page yeah. one, it's a, it's a hand-drawn picture and it has doors. Okay. And each of the doors has a page number attached to it. Uh-huh. So I go to page one and I can only go to, it says, page 20, 26, 41, or 21. So those are my options. And if I go to one of those pages, those those pages will also have doors yeah. that give you other page numbers. So you're literally, the goal of this book yeah. is to get from page one to page, I do believe, 41. Okay. Uh, let me look on the thing here. Yeah, page one to page 41 um, and back again within 16 steps. That's the goal. One to 41 and back yes in 16 steps so are you just graphing this out no i mean it, it feels like it's just a graph not not a graph like numbers on a plot but like graph like graph theory like nodes and edges which yes um since this book has been around a while you know surprise there actually is a uh, website there's a published solution yes into the abyss.net since, you know, this book has been around a while, you know, somebody's actually got a website up there and actually, you know, has the whole thing mapped out. They've got, you know, the solution to the main puzzle. But supposedly, you know, um, there's actually another puzzle then. You've, okay, the first step is to actually get to the back of the book and back again in 16 steps. And then uh, room 45, which, oh, sorry, it wasn't 41, it was page 45, is... Um, the uh, there's a riddle in that book in that page that you have to figure out and then there is a riddle of the path like the 16 rooms path has a riddle on that one as well and it's just like okay um i uh i'm not sure how i feel about this because you know i'm i love journal 29 which is the other book that i've gotten and you know it's a different puzzle every page this maze book here, I'm. I feel like I'm literally wandering around a maze without having any idea of you know where it's going. Where it's going. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. Like you should be writing down like page one links to page whatever, whatever, and whatever, and you just draw the lines. So I should conquer the maze by using the string method. Uh, worked for uh, Theseus. Yep. Was it Theseus? Oh God, I don't remember who was in the labyrinth. I feel like I should find this out because I played enough Assassin's Creed Odyssey recently. Yeah. Yeah, Theseus, I got it. Woo! Have have you gotten your hour in yet? No. It's too late now, isn't it? Uh Maybe? Not sure. I think it was by the 9th. No, I think it was by the 15th. Oh, well, interesting. I'd have to look at the um forums again. I will be at work this afternoon. <laughs> Maybe. I'm double checking. Do, do, do. Where is it on the forums? Uh, here we go. Forgot where the link exactly was. Uh, project stream. Free game. By January 15th. So all you have to do is just play the game for an hour by January 15th. Okay. Cool. So here's your weekly reminder. Yep. But anyway, so yeah, this maze book, you know, it... it I, I literally have no idea what I'm doing. It's 
the other fun bit is the fact that there are other rooms in this book that have no exits. So there are literally trap pages in the book. And then you have to go back. Yeah. Yeah. You have to start over again because there's no exit. Oh. Oh, there's... Okay. So, like, once you get to that page, you're done. Yeah. You can't just undo? Nope. Yeah. I'd, I'd be graphing this out. Like, immediately would just be graphing this out. Yeah. The lower underground level contains seven trap rooms. The trap rooms can be entered from many doors along the path or five doors from the loop. Yeah. There's another section of the page that actually is just... It's a circular section. When you get into there, you basically loop back around to room one at yep. some point. So it's like, okay, yep. well, I would know. I would be graphing it out. Just graph it, Andy. Just do it. Just, just come on. But I feel like that's not, you know, the purpose of the maze. So I think yeah. the purpose of the maze is to teach graph theory. I think you're trapped in an educational maze. I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not having as much fun with this as I have with, you know, the other books, so. Because you're, okay. Anyway, shall we move on? Yep. So in, if, if you're, you know, interested in this, the paperback's only uh, 1160 right now. Okay. But. I think I'll pass on it. Yeah. You could buy a used copy for $5. If you're even, yeah, if you even, you know, want to buy a used copy, five if bucks. If you're desperate. Yeah, but I I tried, and I've just been literally literally stumbling around this book. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, I, I don't doubt it. I, I don't get Take notes. Tra- yep. Take notes. You can do it. I know. So, yeah, that's the maze book. So, that um, brings us to the random topic. Random topic rolled ahead of time. Are you afraid of Cold Stone ice cream attacking your family? Is no. are we are we talking like a sentient ice cream? Are we talking like Cold, Sto- th- Cold Stone Creamery employees attacking my family? I, I think it's Cold Stone ice cream. So no, I am not. That's a pretty easy one. Like I certainly wasn't. I guess now I'm like, is that a possibility? Is that is that something I should be worried about? I wasn't worried about it. I'm trying to think of the last time I even went to Cold Stone Creamery, because that shit is expensive. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty tasty. <clears throat> One quart of ice cream, eight bucks. It's pretty a pricey ice cream. Small is five dollars. I'd rather just, you know. I'd rather go to Stucci's. I'd- yeah, no, I'm not worried. Um, I live in Wisconsin. This is America's Dairyland. And here in Madison, we have an ice cream store named the Chocolate Shop. And Chocolate Shop would destroy Cold Stone if, if it ever got into a, a competition and a fight. So, no, I'm not worried. Besides, if Cold Stone's attacking, you just throw, like, a quarter at it, and it has to stop and sing. <laughs> Funny. All right, I, I really think need that's to, everything, then. Yeah, I really need... There's a Plainwell ice cream up that I need to go visit at some point. Supposedly, yeah. that's the best ice cream in the area, is the Plainwell Ice Cream Company. Go try some ice cream, Andy. Well, it's January. I don't think they're open right now. Uh, don't be too sure. Hold on. Let me check the page. Nope. Seasonal. Oh, too bad. Yep. All right. That's everything. Yep, that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.